Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. So excited to be hanging out with you. And that intro was probably a little bit annoying. And I'm sorry, but you're going to have to get over it because what's done is done. And y'all, I'm excited. I am um, a couple days away from flying down to GA to see my baby girl. And I am just ecstatic. I love her. Um, I could literally, my heart could explode um, at the idea of being able to hold her and kiss her cheeks. And y'all, I just I just feel uh, really led um, to do to say this, but if you're listening to this and you have been through a divorce or you're currently separated, um, I just want to let you know that um, you're not alone, that it's tough. It's tough for a lot of reasons. I can tell you that in Christian circles, it's really tough that people instantly will look at you um, like you're broken and lesser than. And I get it stuff. I mean, listen, I'm not saying this is this is a heavenly experience. I'm, I'm not claiming that, but I'm telling you it's tough. And I just want you to know that there's redemption in it, that there's reconciliation in it, that forgiveness is in it, that there are there's a community of people who love you while you're in it and you're not alone. And I think it's just important for you to hear me say that, that so many times you can be freaking chastised and it's just not helpful. Like, like people, I don't know why people feel the need to take a bad situation and feel the need to make it feel worse. Like it, it's not good. People just think because you're happy for a moment that you don't deserve it or that there are good things going on in your life that you don't deserve it. And you know what? Screw them. Um, I just hope you know that people that are like that, they're miserable and they just want to make you feel more miserable because it makes their life feel a little bit better. And so forget that. And But I just wanted to give you some encouragement, let you know that you are seen, you are known, you are loved by a real God, that I feel you, I am there, um, and we're just going to keep trekking through. We're going to keep trying to dig in, find more of God, find more of ourselves, and to be a little bit more of a reflection of Him to the world around us. And so I love you. That's all I'm going to say. And then we're going to dive into today's Dirty Devotional since I just decided to Hop on that soapbox um, because I can, because I do this. Um, but we have been working through Matthew chapter six, the Lord's Prayer specifically for a few devotionals now, and we're going to continue that trend. So if you're tired of it, you probably should just stop listening. But I've got good stuff coming up that I think is going to be that's going to be important for all of us to really think about and sink our teeth into. So as we've said, Jesus here is doing his Sermon on the Mount, and he uh, stops for a second to talk about prayer. And in this, he gives us a template, not a script for how to pray. And it says this, it says, our father in heaven, this is Matthew chapter six, verse nine, by the way, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Debtors, that's a weird word to say. Anyway, verse 13, and let it lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And so in this, Jesus gives us 
this beautiful, beautiful picture of what prayer could be like. And when I say a template, what I mean is that we can look at these things and gain a better understanding of how we can approach God in prayer. As I said, prayer is something we can do any moment at any time. And it's about being transparent and real. And as you look through each of these little statements and these pieces of this prayer, there's something really, really important that we can apply from each of these. And today I want to specifically talk about this statement, give us this day our daily bread. So this idea of giving our daily bread is a callback to the Old Testament. Um, If you don't know, the Bible's broken up into two sections, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is um, all before Jesus. The New Testament is the life of Jesus and the start of the church after his death and resurrection. In the Old Testament, God is calling a group of people called the Israelites to be his people, to be his representation of him to the world around us or to the world around them. And during this, um, during this, uh, calling of these people, they are enslaved in Egypt, uh, through these, all these circumstances through this guy named Moses. God delivers the Israelites out of enslavement to Egypt. And now they are in the desert and wandering the desert. Now they are in the desert for a very, very, very long time. Um, and during this time, um, the desert doesn't have a lot of food, you know? And so what God would do is that every day it would rain manna. Manna meaning bread. And it's funny, manna actually in Hebrew means, what is it? (laughs) So they they didn't even know what the freak it was, but basically through study, it's basically is bread. And they would have this manna and it would be their daily provision of food. And that would be it. Now, anything that was left over would go bad that night. They couldn't store it. They couldn't save it. They basically would just have enough for the day. And then they would have to trust God's provision for the next day for the next batch of manna. And this happened for over and over and over again for 40 years, uh, a very long time. 40 years is a very long time to be lost in the desert. But over and over again, this manna would happen. And there was a dependency that happened in this for food. Now, what does that mean for us today? Because here's here's the hard part for us to really reconcile, is we live in a, a time period where we have abundance. I mean, if you live in America, you you are doing good. If you're listening to this and you're in another part of the world, it may be less than. Um, but for most of us, we are doing, if you have the ability to listen to this podcast, you're probably doing all right. Um, there's probably, you might have a level of stress and worry with financials, which I also have. But I know at the end of the day, I can find food. And so when we say this part of the prayer, give us this day our daily bread, it cannot mean a lot to us because we all know what we all, most of us know what it's like to have full bellies. And we have, usually we have money, we have shelter, we have a lot of the basic things we need. And, but here's the thing in our, in our, um, as we've progressed as a society where all of those things are in abundance, I believe that we are lacking a lot of things, that we are lacking a lot of patience and the ability to be present, the ability to connect. We're lacking authentic relationship, that we're very alone, that there's a reason why in a, I mean, in a time period where we have more medicines to help with things and we have social media, we can be more connected than we've ever been. And we have all these options for food and groceries and everything is, can be delivered on our doorstep, that anxiety, depression, suicide, that all of these things are increasing because even though we have more, we're still missing what's important. And I believe that we can take this verse, give us this day our daily bread as a reminder of God, give me the things that I really need. Because outside of the necessities, the physical necessities of food, water, 
shelter, things like that. There are spiritual, mental, and emotional necessities that we need that are very lacking in our world. Um, I heard someone say, we are, um, what's that? We are uh, alone. We are together alone, meaning that we are so connected, but we're all alone. Nobody has anything, any real vulnerable relationships. And I believe that in this prayer, what we can apply for us today is, God, today, give me the things that I've been lacking. Give me that prayer or that uh, that patience, or give me the the love and the grace and the forgiveness that I, that I, have, I haven't had a lot of. Lord, give me the friendships and the connections that I need to feed my soul. Give me what I'm missing that's causing this anxiety and depression in my life. I believe that this is a practice because so many of us, we live in the past or we're so worried about the future that we don't take time to ask God to really help us with the things we need today. And I believe that Jesus is challenging us here. Is, hey, stop thinking about what happened back then. Stop worrying about what's coming because you can't control it anyway. And instead, be present and say, God, what do I need today in this season, in this moment, in these 24 hours? Lord, give me what I need for that. And I believe this. what this beautiful thing does is it's almost like opening the door of meditation where we can practice being present with ourselves and with God. And for some of you, this can be, uh, this. you can practice this outside of prayer simply by um, meditative breathing. You can just sit and breathe. Um, there's like, I think it's seven, uh, seven, four, six breathing or something. Inhale for seven seconds, hold your breath for four seconds and breathe out for 10 seconds. I believe it's if you exhale longer than you inhale, that, um, that you, you actually like tell your body to calm down. And it, and it's literally a practice of being present and taking inventory of what's going on inside of you. And I believe that when we do that spiritually and we take a second and we breathe and we say, What's going on inside of me? God, what do you have for me? God, bring to light the things that I can't understand or I'm not noticing right now. I believe it opens the door for something really powerful. And so my challenge for you today is simply this. How can you be present? How can you practice presence today? How can you be praying? What is your daily bread? What's the thing that God needs to feed your soul? And man, ask him for it and give him the opportunity to give it to you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you so, so much for this conversation. Lord, I pray that you would help us practice presence, that you would help us, um, Lord, whatever it is we need for our daily bread. I know for me, um, Lord, it's more patience. I know for me, it's more genuine connection. I suck at having friendships, but Lord, I know it could be a number of things for those listening. So I pray that you bring those to light, that you would help us sit and not worry about the past, not get worried about the future, um, but instead just focus on what's happening with us right now in this moment. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly... I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.